Good morning, everybody. Yes, we are live 500 feet above the streets of New York City. Uh, as the sun, Look at that. The sun is going to be uh, popping in about a half hour. That's cool. I like seeing that. Uh, yesterday was a really long day. <laughs> I should be sleeping in today. I think I could easily have slept in today. I, like I, I, I say all the time, I'm a morning person. So my body clock starts a rumbling and I'm up every morning by 5.15 or so. But I think I could have slept in today. We did the whole tourist thing yesterday. Um, and it was awesome. You know, we, we took the subway. That's kind of touristy for us these days. Uh, then we went down to Times Square. We checked out some Times Square action. Walked by my old... Uh, my old gig walked right by Sirius XM, and uh, God, I love my daughter. She goes, "Dad, can I give them the finger?" <laughs> I'm raising them right. Cheers! And then we uh, checked out the um, the Rockefeller Christmas tree. Um, I was trying to get down there early. I was trying to rally the troops yesterday morning. I'm like, we gotta go early. The later we wait, it's gonna be more and more people. So by the time we got there, it was a complete and utter, I mean, utter zoo. <clears throat> Trying to get a picture with the tree without a, a, another person, a person, excuse me, in it, pretty much impossible. There is a line. They have this really long line. Uh, by the time we got there, the line was like I, I, at least two blocks long, maybe, maybe longer. And you could stand in that line. And then there's an actual area where you and your family can stand and get a beautiful picture with the uh, Rockefeller Christmas tree. But I'm sure I'm sure it costs something. I, I'm sure that they're hammering you for something. And then we went into the St. Patrick's Cathedral, you know, walked around like uh, like tourists in there, looking up, going, oh, wow, oh, wow, how did they build this thing? The weird thing about the St. Patrick's Cathedral thing is it, they were having mass which is pretty sacred. Um, and, and then, you know, tourists could just walk around as they're having, <laughs> as they're having mass. It's kind of weird. You're walking around, taking your pictures and going, wow. And you know, there's a, there's literally a priest in the front of the church doing mass. That's what we walked into yesterday. And then I don't like the fact, look, can I point out a couple things I don't like? I don't, I don't do this often where I talk about the things I don't like. I don't like that there's a gift shop in the middle of St. Patrick's Cathedral. That's weird. You would think they would put that somewhere else, somehow connected to the outside of the church. And then, you know, when you go into a church and they got the candles, right? And you light a candle. Well, you take the flame and you light a candle that's not lit yet. And you do a little wish, a couple wishes, right? Well, at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Oh, you could do that at St. Patrick's Cathedral if you got $3. It costs three dollars to get a wish going in St. Patrick's Cathedral. That that doesn't seem right, no. And then we walked to this restaurant. Now look, my kids are they're still on the young side, and there's a restaurant kind of close to the, where we used to work at WNEW that we used to go to a lot. 
we celebrated something with Patrice there once. I certainly signed a radio contract or two in this joint. And uh, we go in, table for four. I'm slowing down my voice so you can really experience my lunch yesterday. Five tables were being used out of at least at least 20 to 25 in the main dining room. <laughs> I walk in and, you know, the host is there all dressed up nice. I say, hey, man, you know, I used to come here a lot. Holy shit. You know, when I used to work upstairs at WRW, well, welcome back. You know, he was really, really nice. And I'm like, well, it'll be uh, it'll be two adults and two kids. And I don't, I don't know what he was doing, but I was standing at that little, that little counter. It seemed like forever. The host, he finally was like, okay, this, come, you know, this way. And he, and he gives us a nice uh, booth. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. Hi, would you like some drinks? Yeah, the kids will try the, uh, I don't know, they had the Mexican Cokes. The kids like the Mexican Cokes. I said, you know what, I just want some water. Drink a lot of water during the day. It's pretty much coffee and water for me, for the kid. Wife got a little iced tea or something, you know. And then the drinks kind of came about five minutes later. And then, uh, then we're looking at the menu. And then this is what pisses me off. They tricked me into getting a $52 steak yesterday for my 11-year-old. An eight-ouncer. An eight-ouncer. An eight so I think uh, we, at this point, we're sitting for at least 20 minutes, and we haven't even ordered dinner yet or lunch. And they had a, pref- a prefixed menu. I don't go prefixed menu usually, but they're like, hey, for $39, you pick one appetizer, one entree, and you get a dessert. I'm like, you know what? I was thinking steak. I was thinking steak, and I'm like, I don't want a lot of steak. It's lunch, you know? I don't want to feel too filled up. So this little eight-ouncer eight sounds good to me, this little eight-ouncer. Going to go Greek salad. Going to go eight-ounce filet. Gonna go with a scoop of ice cream. That's a damn good lunch right there. And then my daughter, uh, my daughter um, says, "Oh, daddy, I want the steak." I'm like, "All right, cool. Me and you will get the steak." And then, uh, then my uh, my son he ordered a burger off off the prefix. I mean, he didn't go prefix is what I'm trying to say. He went burger. My wife uh, went with some kind of like lobster cob salad off. That wasn't uh, a prefix either. I wasn't encouraging people to go prefix. For me, it made sense. So then I'm like, uh, you know, the waiter's there. And I go, wow, this is a pretty good deal, you know, for a nice eight-ounce uh, uh, filet. He goes, oh, you see in the fine print? Excuse me? Yeah, you see, yeah, it says $39. But, but under the stake, do you see in the fine print? Do you see it? And I'm like opening up the eyes real wide. You mean this thing? You mean this thing that just says S20? Yeah, that. What about it? The S stands for uh, uh, supplement or supplemental. And the 20 is that we add $20. (laughs) I just can't. I can't anymore. I literally can't anymore. I literally can't anymore. Soon as you leave this house, they're just trying to catch you at every turn. You don't, you don't even know what – it just says S20. I don't. I, who the hell would know? And it says fine print. He goes, yeah, that 
we we add twenty dollars on to uh you know to the uh, eight ounce fillet in the prefix. So then I look at them. I'm like, well, wouldn't that just be a regular price then? Well, yeah, but you still get the scoop of ice cream. I look at my daughter. Because I already know what I'm going to do. Because I'm like, you know, for, for $50, $52, I could cook a, just a fantastic steak on the grill. I'm like, uh, you, you really? I go, look, dude, I, I don't care how much money you got. I, I am, you know, we're all the same. I look at my daughter like, you really want the steak? You know, because I don't want to disappoint my little girl. I don't want to disappoint my kids ever. Because I really want the steak. And she didn't hear the whole S20 thing. I'm like, all right, she'll have the steak. And I give them a look of death like, you sons of bitches. And I go, I will have the uh, black and uh, red snapper. I changed my order. I changed my order. I'm like, I ain't. No, you're not holding me up. You're not tricking me into the S20 garbage. Oh, my God. So we all ordered. And then I think I, I think the guy walked away literally in slow motion. Remember, we're in this place. There's four tables. And there was a staff of, uh, I'm going to count them in my head again. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six people wandering around the floor, adjusting glasses. All of a sudden, they're just a, there's someone over here just adjusting a couple glasses. And then there's someone over here just moving the chairs a little bit. And then we proceeded. I'm not, I, I, I understand some of these places in New York, you know, it's about the dining experience. I understand that. But also it's like, uh, you know, some of that uh, is in charge of a restaurant. They should notice that it's a, it's a, a young family. We're not even taking off our winter stuff because we're kind of cold because they just turned on the heat for the day. So when you see that vibe where it's like a father, a mother, two little kids, they all have their coats and hats still on because they just walked around for two hours in the cold. Maybe you want to like speed up lunch a little bit, but boy, it more long story short, this lunch took, for, I mean, took forever, took forever. And my patience. And then the, the food finally came and the food was, look, I'll give you, I like to say this, uh, I'll give you the good, the bad and the ugly. The food was absolutely amazing. It was that good. It was great. No complaints there. We ate the food, and then we sat there for another 15 minutes. And then the guy came back. I'm, I, we, at this point, I'm not – there's no exaggeration here. At this point, we're in the restaurant well over an hour, well over an hour. And we finally finished our entrees, and the waiter comes back, and he goes, oh, the, uh, yeah, you and, you and your daughter, you, you did the prefix. So you get, you get, you get dessert. She ordered strawberry. This is key to the story. She ordered strawberries with whipped cream. And because I didn't like the ice cream flavors, the only ice cream flavor I liked was a vegan ice cream. I don't necessarily do vegan ice creams, but I'm like mint chocolate chip. I like mint chocolate chip. Does it taste like real ice cream? Even though it's vegan ice cream, he, he gave me a look. I'm like, well, I, I, I just need to know. I'm sorry. I'm asking you this. He goes, yes. I'm like, all right, I'll have that. Just imagine how long it would take to bring out strawberries with whipped cream and one scoop of a vegan mint ice cream. <laughs> my patience this, these days, uh, way better. Uh, my anger issues, way better. But I start revving up and I'm looking at my wife like, it, 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 
It's strawberries and a scoop of ice cream. She's like, Shh. I'm like, I'm trying, but this is crazy. The reason why I said all that, it, I, I started, I started keeping track. When we ordered the uh, strawberries and whipped cream and the one scoop of uh, vegan mint chip uh, ice cream, we were up to 15 minutes. I'm like, what is taking so long to deliver strawberries with whipped cream and one scoop of ice cream? It's been 15 minutes. Usually you look around like, oh, they're busy, you know? She's like, I know, but shh. <laughs> I'm like, I can't shh. I can't shh anymore. <laughs> I can't shh anymore. And then I watched the guy because the, the dining room is really big and you can see where the food's coming out and it's it's across the way. And a guy <laughs> and a guy in a fancy hat, like he's some kind of French chef, comes out with our desserts and he's walking. I, at one point I, I go to my wife, are are these people are they robots? They might be robots. She goes, shh. I go, look, there's no emotion on anyone's faces in here. They might be the grays. They might be the lizard people working at this restaurant. She's like, shh. <laughs> Just give me yellow post. I'm like, but you see it at least, right? She has way more patience than me. But she admits, she's like, yeah, you know. Yeah, this is this is ridiculous, but you know what's the big deal? I'm like, yeah, I, you're right. There is no big deal here, but this is pure lunacy. And then I then I watched the guy from across the way with the fancy hat, like he's a French chef, holding our two two desserts. One is a lousy scoop of ice cream. The other is just strawberries with a little <laughs> on top. That's all it is. And you ever see those like really fancy weddings or have you ever been to the fancy weddings where they take their time walking down the aisle and there's some weird step thing happening where they step and stop and step and stop and they're looking around like that. That's how he was bringing the desserts across the room to the table. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, you know, and then he, the, uh, the, uh, the presentation was lovely. The guy with the wacky hat. And then, you know, I, we, we dipped into our desserts and they were just fantastic. <laughs> I got to say, it was fantastic. But it, in the end, it was just a scoop of ice cream and strawberries with a little <laughs> on top. The whole dinner from walking in to walking out. And you got to remember, like, you know, I'm no different than you. Like this time of year, everyone is running around like lunatics trying to get a last minute shopping in. And that's what we were doing all day yesterday. So we wanted to go into this place, get a nice bite, quick, good food, and get back to Nordstrom's. The whole meal took over an hour and a half. I'm like, this is absolutely insanity. It's lunch. And because the waiter was, I see, this is the stuff I should never admit. But I think this is why you like watching this stuff. It's for the stuff I shouldn't admit. I punished the waiter for being sneaky with the S20. So guess what? The S20 turned into an S10 because I took $10 off of his tip to put toward the $52 steak that would that should have been part of the prefix for $39. But in the small print was the S20. And in my head, I'm like, oh, that S20 is now an S10 in my world. So, you know, we tip very well in general. I have to say that. 
because now I just gave uh, people an opportunity to be uh, a dick towards me because I just was very, very honest. Like I, uh, I, I made sure that S20 turned into an S10, gave him a little less. Uh, we usually tip well over 20, easy 20 and above. And his tip came in and at a, at a cool 18% about. <laughs> I took 10 off because I was kind of mad. Because at that point, I can't tell my daughter she can't have a $52 steak for lunch. Even if I had the high-paying job, by the way, because I know this is going to be the next question. Even if I had the high-paying job, I don't feel like paying for a $52 8-ounce filet for lunch. Okay? But at that point, because I, I was the stupid one that didn't see the tiny S20, the surcharge or whatever the hell they called it, that they had to add on to the prefix of the $39 for the appetizer, entree, and dessert, you know, that pissed me off because they get a lot of people with that. I don't like that. If I knew, like, uh, prefix, it should be prefix, big letters, $39. You pick one from each category, but if you see an S, that means we're doing a surcharge or whatever, a supplemental charge, whatever the hell they called it. So beware, buyer beware. I'm a big fan of buyer beware. But when it's sneaky, it pisses me off. Yes. And it was too late to tell my daughter you can't have the you can't have the steak because they don't understand money yet. Look, let me let, th thank you, Aldo. I forgot to tell you this. <laughs> Because everything, I mean, everything in New York costs you. Like I said, I went into St. Patrick's Cathedral. We wanted to light some some candles for people that are no longer with us, you know? We've all done it. You take the stick. You light a candle. You make a wish. And you walk out. And St. Patrick's Cathedral is, is charging you $3 to do that. It sh this stuff drives me insane. Yes, I got $3. You got $3. We all got $3. But it's it's not everything is about money. And and then to see that it's a church. Oh my God. But anyway, Aldo, so I forgot to tell you. So then, you know, I I I'm so frustrated with this city because just walking, they're trying to take money out of your pockets. Who are you? Oh, we're we work for the city, you know. We're just hoping you might drop some money and we're gonna pick it up. Cause we can't get enough of your money in this city. So all of a sudden, the guy, the main guy that sat us, you know, the guy, his whole job is to sit you, and then he just stands there. I would love to know. I, I want that job. I want the job of the guy that sits you and then stands at his little booth waiting for the next people to come in. I want that gig. I guarantee he's making more money than me. So that guy, he has nothing else to do, right? All of a sudden, he's got a big tray of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies and uh oh aldo i wanted to tell you uh you know this lunch by the way uh you know it was three hundred dollars by the way it was a three hundred dollar lunch forgot to tell you that part and so the guy who sat us and then stands at the booth waiting for the next people to come in he he has nothing to do so he's walking around with a giant tray of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies, and he's going to the four tables that are being used, even though there's six people working the, the room. Because everyone's sitting there. And we weren't the only table, by the way, going like this. Like, what the hell's going on in it? What? What? What the? You could see. I, 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 you know, 
I didn't need to be a lip reader. You know, I, I'm really good at reading body language. There was like a couple of these. And I want to go over there like, yeah, this is weird, right? This is taking forever. So he walks around with the, the, the tray of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. He's offering every table. And he, <laughs> the, t- the tray's way up here, you know, we're sitting. So he has to lean all the way down with the, the cookies so we could all take one. This was in between the appetizer and the entree. And at this point, I'm like, I guess we got to eat cookies because I don't know when the food's going to come out. We're in survival mode now, so we better take a free cookie because God knows how much longer the entrees are going to take. And he's like, yeah, take one. And he and he says it like that because they want to save their sacred, freshly baked chocolate chip cookie. So he said, take one. And he said one in a way, like, don't even think about taking two. This is our gesture to you. So the tray comes all the way down uh, so we can take our one cookie. I am telling you the truth. The cookies were this big. I love talking about uh, New York City life. I love it because it's it's unlike anything else in, I think, the world. Well, spe- uh, uh, definitely anywhere else in the country. It's <laughs> insane. They, wanna, they want to make you believe that they're actually giving a shit about their customers by walking around with a free cookie. And then when the tray is dipped this low, the co- you can't even bake cookies this small. We all grab a cookie, and uh, me and my wife looked at each other, and I just started openly laughing, openly laughing. <laughs> I took my, I took my. Well, I guess I, maybe if I, I maybe I can turn this into two bites. Manash, king of the czars. In regards to tipping, would you consider yourself too generous, justified, or cheap uh, for walk? Um, no, I'm um. It doesn't sound like it today, and I get that and whatever, and, you know, I give people an opportunity to just uh, just attack me for some of the dumb stuff I say in these live streams. I understand that. I understand the whole game. But in general, I'm a very, very good tipper. Easily, easily, I would say uh, 25%. I'm in that range. But then, there are, then there, you go to restaurants, and it's rare, but then you got a guy and – also, he's like, oh, I think that was my mistake. So you know what? The appetizer's on me. Like uh, like the appetizers come out too late or something. And you're not even complaining. And they're like, I'm so sorry these took so long. And you're not even thinking that, you know? And and you'll see a guy just go, oh, the appetizers are on me. That guy, I just crush with a good tip. Because I do the math in my head. I go, oh, wait, the appetizers were blah, 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 blah. He just gave him gave those for free. Okay, so I'm going to give more than 25%, but technically I'll be still a little over the 20% range because technically we were supposed to uh, pay for the appetizers. <laughs> I think the whole purpose of my live stream is to just annoy people. Uh, it was a, it was a long day, but it was, it was nice being out, uh, wandering around the city. It was kind of cool. It's definitely, um, it's definitely very, very festive. It's all about that damn Christmas tree. You get close to Rockefeller Center and they're dancing and singing. There's Christmas music everywhere. You got the Mariah Carey and, oh, it's just, it's the Christmas music is just simply amazing. 
it does put you in a good mood. Uh, you tipping the building staff this year, Nero? We, um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of talked about that yesterday. I uh, one of the one of my errands, uh, my errands today is just just find money. <laughs> Why aren't you happier? Well, I don't know because it, I'm not a kid. Christmas is is expensive. This time of year is expensive for adults. Maybe that's why we're we're not officially in the Christmas spirit. My city taxes are due. Uh, the building tips are due. Thirty six people will be getting a tip today in an envelope. Half the people I don't even know. So I got to go to the bank to get cash. And then when we leave the city for a couple of weeks, then I I hand in the other eight envelopes to the guys that park my car, the building, because they're separate from the building. You understand, right? Of course you understand that, right? You pay insane money to live in a building in New York city. You want to park your car in the building. Oh, that's a separate company. How is it a separate company? It's, it's the same building. No, it's a separate company, man. What do you got? Oh, uh, yeah, your vehicle's pretty big. You know, we're going to have to hammer you for about, they eyeball it. That's the best part. They look at, they look at your car. They look at you. Eh, we're gonna hammer you for about seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. Is that the price? Yeah, that's the price. Oh, okay, thanks. Seven hundred fifty dollars to just have the car just rot in the building, so I can drive it every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. And then they look at your car again. And I think what they're doing at this point, because we have found cigarette butts in the passenger seat. On the floor, they look at your car like, oh, this is going to be a good car to take naps in. Uh, careful, don't piss off or they spit on food more than you. You, Yeah, oh, no, no, my, my, no, nah, no, nah, man. I made a deal with my wife a long time ago. She begs me to behave in restaurants because she completely believes that. A lot of people around me completely believe that. Um, so I, I am well behaved well behaved and i'm taking it all in oh that'll cost you a percent on your tip ah you did that ah that's a half a percent i think what are we up to one and a half percent down on the tip i don't do that i just thought that would be fun to say okay thank you um but anyway in this building so uh you know when you when you make the deal it's you're just making a deal they look at you like yeah seven that's gonna be 750 a month are you charging everybody the seven? Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. They stare at the car. I'm back at this bit. Stare at the car. And I know what they're thinking now because I, I've been in the building a long time. I didn't know it first. I didn't know it first. They're staring at the car in their head. They're like, they got satellite radio, bucket seats, going to recline real nice, lots of leg room. Yeah, I'm going to be napping in that car. So we've gotten in our car where all of a sudden I, I, I uh, you know, we get in and there's reggaeton music cranking. I'm like, me and my wife, I, she's like, she looks at me. I'm like, no, of course not. <laughs> she wants to say, when did you start liking reggaeton? Of course not. And then there was another time I got in the car, right? And I got to put the mic down for this for a second professional mic get in the car and uh i was this far from the steering wheel i had to readjust my seats <laughs> this is all for 750 dollars a month 
not counting the Christmas tips that they will be getting in the next uh, week or so. And then another time, the smell of BO was just god-awful. And then the Mac Daddy was uh, the cigarette butts that were on the, uh, the floor mat on the passenger side. This is what you deal with. This is why I love talking about New York. I love it because it's just such a unique and special place. I was trying to capture the magic of our lunch yesterday in New York City as we went to the Rockefeller Christmas tree and had a family moment in front of 10,000 people. I was trying to like share my day with you, but it went a little long. It did, huh? Okay. Other people, they just see like, they just see the magic of the city this time of year. And I just see everything else. Oh, is that the line? That's the line to get the nice picture in front of the Rockefeller Christmas tree. Hey, maybe, maybe if we quickly, you know, put the kids up on this flower bed, they'll be a little higher than the rest of these uh, farmers, and we could get a quick uh, picture of the kids, uh, you know, with the tree in the background. So lift one kid up. By the time I went for the second kid, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You know, by the way, if you're saying, excuse me, you, you, your tone can't be, excuse me. At that point, you should say, hey, right? Am I right about that one too? Of course I am. So before I could get the second kid up on the flower, uh, you know, the flower like box, whatever it's called. So they're a little higher than all the other farmers. So then the tree is, it almost looks like they're the only people around the, you know, the tree. Before I could get the second kid up, I got the, excuse me. You can't do that. Why? You know what's going on in this city, sir? Do you understand what's going on in this city right now, sir? And this is your worry that I can't put my two kids up on this like thing so we get a better picture of the tree behind them? Do you understand what's going on in this city? Excuse me. Oh my God, the anger too. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, and then going to the St. Patrick's Cathedral, like I said, and, uh, you know, walking around there as they're having an actual mass, everyone's just walk, walking around, taking pictures. Hey, can you take one of me? And the, the priest is basically saying body of Christ. And all you can hear is like, hey, I'll, I'll take I'll take your picture. And then, uh, you know, uh, and then can you take a picture of me and my family? This is all going on in the church. And then a light a candle to make your little uh, blessing. You know, now that costs $3 at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Make sure you have pocket money if you go into St. Patrick's Cathedral because they're hammering you to make a wish in a Catholic church. What's new? Oh, how's your family? Or how's you and your family? We're all good, you know, getting ready for the... I just want to get past Christmas, but I don't even know how we get there. That's that's the anxiety I'm feeling today is how we even get there. We got like, we got so much stuff to wrap. We still got shopping to do. We got to go to Philly for Christmas Eve. Like Christmas is like, what, two days away? And we got three days, whatever it is. And we got so much stuff to do. So just completely feeling the pressure of trying to get everything done in time. And then, and then, on, then the side shit I got. I got, uh, you know, the regular monthly bills to pay. And then I got uh, the Christmas tips. I still got to get together. I got to write out 36 envelopes, 
today or tomorrow, go to the bank just to get cash to put it. It's just like, it's just, I, you know, I, we're doing good, but I'll be honest with you. I don't know how we get there, but Christmas morning, somewhere around noon, me and my wife will look at each other and just breathe like one big, and then we could just glide, go back to regular stuff to worry about. I say that because I know a lot of you are in the same damn boat. All I want for Christmas is you. Mariah Carey went to my high school. She was uh, friends with, well, she wasn't friends with uh, my twin brothers. She liked one of my twin brothers and didn't like the other one. How great is that? My brothers literally are the same grade at Harbor Fields High School as Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey absolutely knew my brothers. She liked one of them better than the other one. And she rode the school bus that would pretty much stop in front of my house to let my, um, my brothers off. Yes. And she was, uh, it's been said over the years, she was the weirdo that was singing in the back of the bus. And all the rest of the kids would make fun of her. And now look where she is. But she went to my high school and she's the same age as my brother's. I could get to her family house in less than five minutes from where I was uh, brought up. Yes. And I, I ran into her once, once in the park. She was filming something right around Tavern on the Green. And she was like, some of these celebrities, this is the other cool thing about New York. Some of these celebrities also will be filming something and, and uh, they try to like, they kind of try to do it quick, you know, before people realize and start gathering. And for whatever reason, I was walking, um, I think I might've been walking home from Sirius after, after the show. And I, I cut through, uh, back then I would cut through uh, Tavern on the Green. You know, it was a nice, uh, you know, uh, shortcut to go kind of on an angle through Central Park. And then I would pop up. Why am I being this detailed near Tavern on the Green? And she was there filming something and not many people around and they were in between takes. So I went right up to her and she had a giant bodyguard and I, I couldn't get that close. Couldn't get that close. But I yelled out, I'm like, yo, Mariah, uh, I'm Quinn. Oh, I don't like saying my brother's name, sorry. Um, well, you heard his name. Um, I try to keep them out of all this nonsense. Uh, but I go, I'm, I'm Blank's brother. She goes, how is he doing? She got all smiley at the, at the mention of my brother's name. And she's, um, and I, at this point, she was already a massive star, massive. And she gave me a moment. And the smile said it all, like, oh, my God, that's, you know, some Harborfield stuff. And it was, it was quick. It was quick. And, and then she moved on to do her thing, and I just walked home. But I did have a moment with Mariah Carey, and I was able to yell, at the, yell out that I was Blank's uh, brother. And she had a big, big smile on her face. And then I went to my brother, like, did you ever make out with her? She smiled pretty, pretty broadly when I mentioned your name. Am I, you think I'm good looking? Oh, you don't think? Oh, sorry. Was that just in my head? Uh, <laughs> my brother, Jesus Christ. My brother, he would walk in. There was a time when I was working at BAB, you know, uh, we we were going to pretty much the same bar, Fast Eddie's in Huntington. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Fast Eddie. He was a damn good guy. 
you put on comedy shows too, and he would have to um, he would have to pick up Otto and George, so he would uh, so Otto would you know would play his joint Fast Eddie's, but but Fast Eddie had to go and get him, uh, and the stories he would tell. Oh my God! And they got some rare footage of uh, Otto at Fast Eddie's that I've checked out over the years. But anyway. Um, you know, I, I thought I was doing all right for myself. Let's just put it that way. And then my brother would walk in with his long fucking locks, a blonde hair that is very like was very rare. It wasn't blonde, blonde. It had almost like a silver, silverly, uh, like a silver blonde. And he would walk in and you would feel all the girls just go and stare at my brother. So when Mariah carried smile like that, I'm like, I know that smile. I know that smile, Miss Carrie. <laughs> I'm babbling. When I start babbling, I know I got to end this dumb thing. Yeah, it was sort of Ric Flair blonde, Chuck. Sort of. I had a. I always had a little red in my hair, and I was jealous of two of my brothers because they had the blonde. I'm like, I got a little red in mine. But you're a strawberry. I, if I had it here, but you're a strawberry blonde. No, I got red mousy hair in the winter. Shut up. I, I don't know, Matt, to be honest. I mean, I, eh, well, I, can't, I, I, I know who she used to hang out with. She was, for, uh, she was, uh, she, she ran in the same circles as, as my brother's group, more or less, uh, or a subset of my brother's group. And I know a guy that's absolutely awesome that was really close to her, but I don't know what their actual relationship was. But this guy, man, oh, God. Peter, if you're out there, I miss you, Peter. Oh, my God. 6'6", and just would fight everybody with a smile. He was one of those guys. He wasn't scared of literally no one. God, imagine going through life not being scared of no one. And, and this guy, Peter, was one of those guys. And he, he was like 6'6", Marine. Not an not an ounce of fat on him, and he would just fight everybody with a smile on his face. <laughs> oh my! And he was like, uh, he was my brother's uh, best friend for a very very long time. Uh, but anyway, he definitely knew Mariah Carey pretty well. They they were like legit friends. Friends. Mariah is worth three hundred fifty million dollars. Oh my god! To think that she's worth three hundred fifty million dollars, and the story goes that she was the weirdo on the back of the bus. Uh, I, I I would assume she went to Washington Drive as well. We started Washington Drive. Then we went to Old Fields. Then we went to Harbor Fields. And I think she did the whole run. And she was the weirdo in the back of the bus singing. And people would be like, who is this girl? And then when she was all when she was in high school, she was already going to the city a lot. To uh, you know, to try to get record deals and whatnot for her music, she she started that as she was all you know as she was still in high school, and then she hit very, very soon after high school, and uh, and she also was a cashier in Greenlawn. There used to be a supermarket there. I'm trying to remember the name of it, and she was literally the cashier there. We all know her very well in the Greenlawn, Centerport, Huntington area. Uh. And then for homecoming, there was sort of like a homecoming, which was like, you know, when you go home for Thanksgiving and then you try to run into your old friends. Well, there was a bar in Huntington that was uh, a hangout for a lot of the, 
the high schoolers that, you know, Harbor Fields High School. And uh, early on, you know, when you were barely out of high school, you made sure you went to that bar every time you came home from college to go, you know, see some of your old friends. And one year, I love this story. One year, they had this area roped off in the bar where everybody from Harfields was going to go to for Thanksgiving uh, break. And they had a roped off section because Mariah Carey was coming and she was now huge. And she was only like, at this point, maybe 20, 21 years old. And then my brother went because that's what he does. And he went with his friends. And he sees Mariah Carey, but she has a roped off section because she's a massive star at this point already bodyguards but she's trying to hang with her fellow classmates she's still into this little world and my brother you know went to say hi to mariah because he legit knew her and the bouncer stopped him immediately and she's like oh my she screams oh my god it says my brother's name which i know i said earlier but i'm not gonna say it again she freaked out She's like, oh, my God, good to see you. And then, obviously, my brother was allowed over the ropes to give uh, good old Mariah Carey a, a nice big old hug. There was a time I was the second most famous person at Harbor Fields High School. I'm sure I've dropped down to out of the top ten at this point. But there was a time people would say, famous people from Harbor Fields High School, Mariah Carey and Opie from the Opie and Anthony show. And now there's probably a whole bunch in there after Mariah Carey, before they get to me. I understand. It happens. Is your brother still in the restaurant business? Oh, my God. my Yeah. Yeah. The brother that I heard, I got to I gotta, I gotta get more details about this from my other brother who owns F.H. Riley's. Yeah, he's in East Northport. He's, he's still kicking ass. He moved locations, but he's doing very, very well. Um, I got to ask him a little more about this, but uh, my other brother, who's the twin of the brother I've been talking about, you know, Mariah didn't like him as much. <laughs> And I got to find out why. That's how it's been told to me over the years, but I don't have details on that. Uh, but it kind of makes me laugh. All right. I got to go for real, guys. Uh, good luck getting everything done for Christmas.